welcome to Raven Conversations, the show where we bring you the news and information around the Washington National Guard. Today we're going to talk to the Recruiting and Retention Battalion. Joe joins me and we sit down with a new recruit, a recruiter, and the Recruiting and Retention Battalion commander. Check out our show notes for more information on the Recruiting and Retention Battalion, and I hope you enjoy episode 20. Bigfoot country is earthquake country. If an earthquake were to happen right now, what would you do? When you feel the ground shaking, drop, cover, and hold on. Do not run or you may be injured by things falling. Remember, if you are near the ocean, the ground shaking is your warning that a tsunami may be coming. After the shaking stops, move to high ground and stay there. Make sure to listen to local emergency officials. Have enough supplies to be self-sufficient for two weeks after a disaster. For more information about earthquakes in Washington, visit mil.wa.gov preparedness. Okay, so today we're joined by uh, some people from the Recruiting and Retention Battalion. And if you'll go ahead and go uh, around the table and introduce yourself. I'm Lieutenant Colonel Kristen Durda. I'm the Recruiting and Retention Battalion Commander. I'm Staff Sergeant Austin. I am a recruiter out of Lacey. I'm Mackenzie Singleton, and I go to Yelm High School, and I'm going into field artillery. And Mackenzie is a new recruit, so that's really exciting. So let's start with you, and let's just uh, start with uh, what made you decide that you wanted to join the Guard? Um, I wanted to join for the benefits of education, but also to serve and help um, further my chances of becoming a police officer as a future career. That's awesome. And then how has this uh, process been so far? Um, it's been very, like, intriguing. Some parts I've kind of, like, been a little intimidated, um, but mainly exciting. And how excited are you to graduate? I'm very excited to graduate. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's the plan after graduation? After graduation, um, I ship out July 8th. Um, I'm going to Fort Sill, Oklahoma. I come back December 10th and I go to Central Washington January 3rd. Hey, cool. <laughs> go Central. Fort's in Oklahoma will be... Um... Fort's in Oklahoma is interesting. <laughs> it's going to be hot is what I've heard. Oh, really? What, what day yeah. do you get there? July 8th. Yeah, it's really windy, though, so, like, it's hot, but it's not as miserable as Texas is. Just oh, it's yeah. a little more windy, but they'll definitely be some storms yeah she'll get the so, cold weather as well so my yeah. only the end of her training my yeah. only like experience with Fort Sill Oklahoma um we, I was there for officer basic course uh did you do bullet two there? I did bullet so two did there I. yep there was a tornado <laughs> warning not more than like 20 feet from our building I could oh, see dang. the funnel cloud happening and there was tornadoes all over base everybody come up and be like hey what do we do and I'm like Hey, I'm from Washington. Yeah. Yeah. I don't deal with tornadoes. Yeah, I just kind of joke around that I'm since I'm from Yelm High School, and we're, our mascots yeah. the tornadoes. I'm like, yep, I'm just gonna bring the tornadoes with me. Well, <laughs> when I went, we had a tornado warning, and we were out at training at Liberty City, which is like this big connex, like they're pretend buildings. Yeah. Kind of thing, and you do a, like a an urban ops course on it. And they just said, oh, just go out into the tree line, but don't forget your weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Always make sure your weapon's on you. Yep. I mean, but I came from Texas, and I was just like, that's not right information. This is not the right information. <laughs> so, so, Mackenzie, um, why, why did you choose the guard um, over, like, the other services? 
Um, I chose the guard because there's like full time. If I was full enlisted military, I wouldn't have the option to do schooling at the same time, as well as um, I just was more interested in the guard. It just like called to me because of the education and that I could do that while being a police officer. So where do you want to be a police officer at? Um, I don't know exactly where in Washington. Hopefully, <laughs> um, I want to back, back in Yelm. Yeah, I want to. Arrested mom. I live in Rainier. So yeah, I want to. I want to move up to K nine unit. Um, maybe SWAT eventually, but uh, so probably not Yelm. No. <laughs> <laughs> and how'd you find Sergeant Austin over here? I mean, he is a personable guy. So. Yeah, I uh, talked to Miss Mathis at our career center, and she told me that he was going to be at our school the next day, and that I could talk to him. So. Walked up and said I was interested. Yep. Awesome. So, Sergeant Austin, how does the recruiting process usually work from your perspective? So, from my perspective, obviously, um, finding someone that's interested. Um, and then after that, finding uh, goals as to why they want to join. Um, and then once you have those goals, really tailing it to um, a job in the guard that we can sell to them, basically, and saying, hey, this might be good for you going down this route. Um, and then from there, just making sure that they're completely qualified. Um, and then that they understand what they're getting themselves into, um, along with all the benefits that comes with it. So. And Colonel Dorda, how does uh, Sergeant Austin stack up against all the recruiters? Pretty good, right? <laughs> he, I, heard, I heard he's pretty good. Yes, he is. So um, he is one of my top six recruiters. He's one away from making his fiscal year mission, which is it doesn't end until the end of September. So he'll easily make that before, right. I'm, I'm assuming, this month. <laughs> so, yeah, he's one of my best. Definitely one of my best. Shining Star, um, he's probably going to compete for Rookie of the Year because he's one of our newer recruiters. Okay. Came to us in December, is that right? Yes. January? Yep. December? Yes, ma'am, January. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So that's pretty good. doing a great <laughs> job. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty good. I, I honestly just enjoy it because I remember when I was – trying to get in right. um, and I had a good recruiter so I, I put myself back into that shoes of um, trying to make sure the soldier is taken care of even before they're a soldier so that's that's really where it comes from. What but. is what's the hardest thing working with like uh, high school age kids or, or younger? Um, um, so the, probably just the, yeah no just the, the younger age just um, making sure they understand the commitment um, because uh, you know a, lo a lot of things nowadays are taught it's, it's okay to quit on things right. um, and to get them to understand that this is something you can't quit on once you once you make that decision, um, just really getting that into into that that younger mindset um, is, is is tricky at times. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely rewarding once they do realize that you know it's something that they're gonna follow through with. And awesome. You got any questions? So so from like a a high schooler's perspective, Mackenzie, like what did I mean? What did you see? And kind of what he you know you kind of laid out you know. Your peer group, you know, people do kind of quit things nowadays. It feels yeah. like. What do you? I mean, what do you kind of see? Um, I tend to be a very like determined person personally. Um, if I like have something and I want to do that, I tend to try and work towards it and not quit. Um, I saw the benefits very early, and so that also made me not want to quit. Um, I do plan on doing the full twenty years as well for the benefits. Um, yeah, I didn't really think quitting was an option for me. Yeah, it was, was one like, of the things I first noticed yeah, too. There. It was in, determination. It's kind of like similar in the line of work that I want to go into as well. So I, I don't see why I would quit. Yeah. 
So, so just uh, so I've been guard seventeen years, and what's fascinating is my recruiter actually is getting ready to retire on Friday, okay. and that's what the guard does is you kind of keep those those yeah. relationships. I've known Colonel Durdor, gosh, since she was a major. I've worked for her in a number of ways. Um, she was actually my last OER Raider too. In, previous, <laughs> in her previous unit, um, you build those. So those only say good things. <laughs> <laughs> His OER is complete, so we're good. <laughs> OER is Officer Evaluation Report. I know there's a lot of acronyms. You'll get them. So, so just kind of, if I could impart some kind of, you, you sign up for different reasons. College was definitely my number one reason. Um, you find over time though, you change your reasons. You know, yeah. the idea you. I want to do 20 years, I love that, because you already have a goal in mind. It, it changes over time, and it becomes less about the reasons you joined and the reasons you stayed. And the reasons I stayed is, is people like her, you know, good leaders that I know I can turn to and say, hey, I have an issue, I need you to kind of, how, how do we fix this? Yeah. And, and it's those kind of things. So yeah. you definitely have somebody right there that'll help you, you know, down your, your career. You can always say, hey, I have a question about something, and he'll be like, oh, yeah, we can totally figure that out. Vouch that Joe still talks to his recruiter. Yep, yep, yeah. still do. That's cool. I like that. Which is definitely a guard thing. I oh, think yeah. that that's the thing that's exciting about the National Guard is there are so many opportunities, and unlike any other service, if at some point you change your mind and you decide you want to change your your MOS that you're training in, you can do that. If you want to become an officer or a warrant officer, you can do that. I was enlisted in the beginning, and then I went through officer candidate school after I got my college degree because of the, the money that I um, got through the military and went through and became an officer. And so um, I think that that's what's rewarding, too, about the service is that in the National Guard, we have so many opportunities to serve our community, and then that in and of itself is rewarding. To you know, my, the first time that I went to wildfire, and we rolled up on the fire, mm -hmm. and the community was there with signs saying "Thank you, we really appreciate you." I mean, that in and of itself <laughs> is just an amazing reward. Yeah. So I think you'll you'll have a good time in the National yeah. Guard. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. <laughs> And I also decided in high school that I wanted to be a public affairs officer in the Army, and that is what I do now. So it, and it's 11 years later, and I'm still going <laughs> strong. So I feel like you probably will make it. Oh, Thank yeah. you. I, I did not. So I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was listed as well. Um, I was a combat engineer, and I was like, hey, I get to blow stuff up, which sounds fun, right? Yeah. You know, if you feel artillery, you'll get to do a lot of that same stuff and actually get to blow stuff up. Yeah. So, um, and, and somewhere along the along the way, uh, I, I decided I wanted to be an officer, and that's what I did. And then I became a military intelligence officer, and I loved that so much. But then somebody's, like, you know, I had a public relations degree. They're like, well, you should become a public affairs officer too. And so then I did that. And then we have uh, another MOS that's information operations, and now that's my third job in the guard. I have three different jobs, and that's exactly what Colonel Dirt was saying. You don't. This is what you do today, but it might not. Be what you want to do tomorrow you yeah. might say hey i want to do something different down the road so yeah. always be open to whatever's out there yes yeah, speaking of jobs i'm going to tell a quick little story about meps um, oh yeah so we have we can't talk about recruiting oh, yeah, and not talk about meps, about meps. Yep. 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 i almost cried so we have yeah we have uh obviously you're alone in that experience. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't be the only person <laughs> so we have guidance counselors that work down at meps um and uh obviously um they see mckenzie mckenzie's uh uh, senior this year, maybe 100 pounds soaking wet, um, cheerleader, everything else. So 
uh, our guidance counselors pitching jobs to her. Um, cause she, Mackenzie wasn't completely sold on the type of job she wanted when we went down there. Um, so he's, he's pitching jobs to her, all these admin jobs and stuff like that. Um, and I could tell uh, Mackenzie, I came back after picking uh, mom and dad up and getting them in there for the ceremony, and I could tell Mackenzie was just frustrated at that point with, with the situation and the jobs yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so we go in and we talk, me, mom, dad, um, little brother, little sister, and mm -hmm. Mackenzie, we all talk. Um, and one of the things was, hey, go find out all the jobs that are available. So I go back in, talk with the guidance counselor, hey, give me all the jobs that are available. Right. Um, so we come back out, have a couple of fueler, stuff like that, uh, and then get down to field artillery. And instantly, Mackenzie was like, well, what do they do? Well, you pull lanyards and you shoot big, big rounds down the range, right? I said yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I instantly, mean, they also do math. Oh, yeah. Lots oh, yeah. of math. Lots of math. Lots of math. But luckily, she scored so well in the ASVAB, she was totally yeah. fine with that. But uh, it was just a connection right then and there. She was like, you know what? That sounds fun. Um, and so that was kind of rewarding seeing that just spark right away. That That's sounds good. fun. I'm glad yep. you stuck to your guns. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. 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 Literally. Yep. Yeah. Stuck yeah. to your guns. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yep. So. Yeah. That was, that was rewarding. That was fun. How did you, uh, other than the uh, guidance counselor who shall remain nameless, yep. um, how did you like MAPS? I mean, everybody has an interesting experience. I thought, I thought it was fine. Um, I had a lot of people that, like, had gone to MEPS before and they told me like what to expect um so all of that and I did the what was we did like the practice ASVAB practice or? ASVAB yep yeah. so you're a little prepared to yeah I was there. prepared for that um yeah I just I felt prepared so thank you so <laughs> <Of course. laughs> for that but um nothing really shocked me overall I did get frustrated at the end of finding a job probably because it was a long day mainly oh, yeah, yeah. um but I'm glad that with the job I found, so. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. What are, what are some of the frustrations, ma'am, that you guys have seen come out of MEPS lately? I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> in, a <nice laughs> way. in a nice way. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> MEPS has to be bad a little, a little bit. bit. It does. So they have um, medical standards that they have to adhere to so that we don't lose recruits when they're at basic training and get injured. And so... Right. So they um, are certainly stringent when it comes to the medical side of the house. And, and that's probably the thing that's most frustrating for my recruiters. They bring what they believe are qualified applicants right. and we get hung up in, on the medical side and require additional waivers and um, consults and so forth. So, so that's really where, you know, where we struggle at MEPS is on the medical side. Yeah, I can see that being frustrating. Mackenzie, anything else you want to add? Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're lucky you took the ASVAB straight out of high school because I yeah. took it as a senior in college, and it wasn't easy to remember how to math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm yep. surprised I did pretty well on the math part because um, we looked at, like, which ones right. I got higher on, and I got higher in math, and I was actually very surprised because like I, I do fine in math right now and I'm where I'm supposed to be, but then I remembered that it's like algebra one and right. was like, <laughs> okay, maybe that explains it. Yeah, I was about three years removed from statistics Well, there's a new thing, um, House Bill 1599 was just passed recently yes. and that's really exciting for my recruiters 
because now all high schools can use, starting in class of 2020, passing ASVAB scores to graduate as opposed to the SBA tests or ACTs or SATs or whatnot. So that's that's a huge win for all services, truth be told. But it's great. I I appreciate that the state has passed that bill. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know about that bill. Mm -hmm. Well, and... uh, is that part of, a, of one of the other ones, or is it? It was. Like it was passed on. Uh, it was published around May thirteenth. Okay. Yeah, and then we also had uh, it. It changed a little bit. Um, was money that went into the conditional scholarship fund to what is it now? Like one point two million per year. The, yeah. So there, we have a conditional scholarship right. um, that bill that's been out there for. Well, it's not a bill. It's um, it's been an appropriation that um, the state's been funding and probably seven eight years ago when we had started having cutbacks at the state level for funding um, because we needed to fund k through 12 education um, they took a lot of money out of that scholarship and then i want to say two or three years ago we went back and fought for some of those um, funds to come back advocating for those through our national guard association of washington and um, recently they've been the association has been fighting for the um 100% 100% tuition right. paid yeah, for at one. the state level. That bill got hung up. Um, it passed through the Senate, and it's hung up at the Appropriations Committee at the House. Um, next legislative session is a short session, and so they're going to pull it right back out and push it through, and hopefully the House approves it. But in the meantime, what they've done is they've increased the um, conditional scholarship to $1.1 million for the next two years. So hopefully that yeah, is something that that assists my recruiters right. and, and helps us with retention efforts. Yes. And that would help new recruits. Um, yeah. Because what they could actually do is they come back from, from training, they start school, and whatever their tuition assistance or GI Bill does not cover, uh, they can use that scholarship. But I will say, Central's tuition is great, especially on guard. Yes. Uh, that tuition assistance that we get as guardsmen that almost pays 100% tuition then, right off the does bat. Does Central do that thing for uh, military members? Some state universities do a reduced rate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's what, yeah. You yeah. Saw almost 100%. Percentage. Yeah, it's almost okay. 100%. Yep. I remember awesome. the reduced rate got it down to 4500 flat a year. Right. And then tuition assistance covered 4500 flat awesome. a year. Yep. Cool. Plus she scored so well that she's going to be getting that uh, GI Bill kicker as well. So yeah. it's just extra awesome. money in her pocket. So. Yeah. Go to school. And then, Sergeant Austin, is there anything else you'd like to say as a recruiter? Any message you want to put out into the universe? Um, (laughs) Into the universe, Uh uh-oh. No, just uh, the biggest thing is, you know, when you are looking to to start to serve, um, obviously look at all the branches, right, Um, and then then weigh the benefits. Um, Because, honestly, I think you can't beat what the National Guard, as far as benefits, will give to you as a part-time service member. Um, so that's a huge thing uh, that it's just not, a lot of people don't know it, you know, right. and we need to really get that word out. So, because there's a lot, of, a lot of kids trying to go to college that, that don't realize that, hey, we pay for it free. So. Right. But. Ma'am? Well, um, the, like, like I said earlier, there are a lot of opportunities with the National Guard, and um, I think recently, you know, we've had a lot of unit support with a lot of our recruiting mm-hmm. activities. You know, the teacher lift that we just executed right. yesterday was another event where we had all of the public administrators and teachers out from high schools um, 
doing a helicopter ride. Um, that was all supported by units in the state, and that's a great opportunity for folks to get to know the different MOSs that are available and different opportunities that we have within the Guard. So um, I think it's, it's great that we've got continued unit support, and I think that anybody who's interested in joining the Guard needs to, to keep in mind there are so many opportunities to, to kind of go off what both of you said, is it kind of an education thing? Like a lot of people just don't know what the guard is. It absolutely so is an education thing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like they see, they see us out wildfires, but that's all they they see. We have the same uniform as right. our active duty counterparts, yep. and it says U.S. Army because we are in the U.S. Army. But we have an additional responsibility, and that's to support our governor in time yep. of a natural disaster or emergency. So they can't differentiate us from active duty. But we have a more dynamic core group of individuals that serve with us that come from Amazon and Boeing and teachers and, you know. Google and Microsoft. We do. I mean, we've got a bunch of professionals that come to work every day, law enforcement, that support. That support the National Guard. And when they're called for a federal mission, they respond. But um, when they call for a state mission, they respond and serve within the communities that they live. Yep. And that's one of the things I tell people right off the bat is, hey, we're really the only branch that has a state mission and a federal mission. Um, So just because you are doing it part-time doesn't mean you're anything less than active duty because you honestly have more um, on your plate at that point. Right. Uh And more to offer, truth be told. Oh, yeah. A lot more to offer, which I think is what makes it really, which is what changed my mind to stay in the Guard longer and make it a career. It's getting to know everybody and all that they have to offer, Mm -hmm. the camaraderie that we build. We're here forever. We're a family. So, Yeah, as an outsider to the Guard, I will say that everybody does seem to know each other. And you really get to be like one big, massive family. That's exactly right. Yeah. We grow up together. Yeah. yeah. So welcome to the family, Mackenzie. Welcome <laughs> to the family. <laughs>